because at the end of the day, it's about ideas, it's about values, not your political affiliations. In my last video, I talked about how Singapore places more focus on building the country than building the individual. And under the facade of material success, the complete lack of individualism is ruining our society from the inside out. I personally believe that the solution to this is bringing back the ideas that Western civilization was built upon. The civilization that gave us this free market system in the first place through colonization. PragerU has a great video on this titled, If you live in freedom, thank the British Empire. Over the last 400 years, what power has done the most to spread the ideals of limited government, an independent judiciary, certain inalienable rights, and free markets? That power would be the British Empire. It was Britain that gave these ideals to the United States. It was the British Empire, the largest empire the world has ever known, which made these ideals global aspirations. Freedom was an Englishman's right, and wherever he went, he took that right with him. Whether he was an English colonist in America, governing himself through a locally elected assembly, or an English adventurer like Sir Stamford Raffles, creating the free market city-state of Singapore, the British always thought of themselves as liberators, as bringers of freedom. The British believed the final and necessary justification of their empire was a moral one. But what I don't get is why this idea seems to be so repugnant to the people around me that they refuse to even have a conversation. I've been shunned by opposition politicians who also hate the Singapore government's lack of accountability, but upon doing a background check on me, they refuse to talk. Possibly because unlike me, most of them are actually opposed to how capitalist Singapore is and are advocates of more socialist styles of government such as those of some European and Scandinavian countries. Understandably, as in the government's constant self-interest for material success, they have neglected many everyday Singaporeans. I, on the other hand, while vehemently disagreeing with many things about the government, including the blatant lack of respect for civil liberties, freedom of speech, and accountability, I embrace Singapore's capitalism. I've also been shunned by the gay community, who hates the government for their refusal to repeal laws that criminalize homosexuality. Now this I can understand to a certain extent why they would shut me out, since being a Catholic, I happen to believe that homosexuality is a sin. But when I turn to the so-called conservative, religious, anti-gay community, they shun me as well because I don't agree with their blind support of the government. They don't get that a government that can criminalize something like homosexuality can certainly one day decide to criminalize religion as well. Just look at China. One day, with the influence of Western mainstream media, more and more Singaporeans are going to get more and more progressive, and religion is going to become less and less important to people. And when the government decides that they want to keep the majority vote, these so-called conservatives will realize that the government was never really on their side. Do they honestly think that the government is keeping the anti-gay laws because of moral values? Definitely not. They just want to keep the majority vote of our Asian population that was brought up with traditional conservative Asian values. 
So it is extremely hard to find people around here who are willing to have a conversation, even when I explicitly express how much I agree with them. If they first do a background check on me, and upon seeing something that they disagree with, they block me and refuse to talk. That is simply ridiculous. I may disagree with them on many things as well, but I don't care. So what if you don't like President Trump? The only thing that matters here is that we both want to make Singapore a better place. Of course, it is hard to change a country of people who don't want things to change. Understandably so. But that's why starting this conversation is so important. In a workshop I attended by Marissa Strait, CEO of PragerU, she explained to us an idea that I found so beautiful and I think it makes a lot of sense. She drew a Venn diagram with two overlapping circles, each circle representing a different party. Now both parties might disagree on a multitude of things, but that's okay. The point is to come together on the things that we do agree on. And that is why PragerU works with people from all sides of the political spectrum, because at the end of the day, it's about ideas, it's about values not your political affiliations. We need more of that. I'm Gabriel X. Charles and that's been on my mind.